Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. Hey, I'm Opie. I'm Eric. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, November 18th, and this is episode 30 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we uh, left the room of the Knight Keegan with his skeletal guard. Well, we didn't leave it. We're in the corner moving rocks, and <laughs> we're going to let Dungeon Master catch you up on where we are. Dungeon Master, here we go. Bosco's in the process of trying to determine what the rock pile consisted of uh, using his dungeoneering checks, his military background, and living with the dwarfs. He's able to find that it was a defensive barricade of some sort using the rocks, and he is in the process of attempting to uh, remove a keystone. Let's roll another dungeoneering check. Actually, let's roll a perception check for you, uh, boss. Oh, perception's two. Rolled a 15, so I'll get a 17. Okay, very good. As you're about to start removing one of the keystones, you suddenly realize that in this jumble of uh, stones that removing this one would be bad, but the one to the far right of the pile would be your uh, best and safest bet. You're able to start working the stone out, and it appears that these blocks would actually be movable by normal people in terms of uh, weight and cumber, encumbrance and so forth. Okay. Okay. So, uh, does anybody else chip in with Bosk, or is it... No, Bosk I'm kind of like this foreman over there. Like, Bosk, move that rock. <laughs> now move, now that. move that rock. Could you move that rock, too? Uh, yeah, get that one out of the way. Since <laughs> <laughs> they're still keeping an eye on the, the depressed skeleton behind us. <laughs> He's still giving him the finger behind his back. <laughs> hey, take that! Stupid skeleton! You, you're undead! <laughs> Hate all y'all! <laughs> Okay. Um, Zanatari, would you make a uh, perception check, please? And Bosk, would you make a perception check as well, please? Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. And... Seventeen. Okay. Zanatari, you do not see anything that appears to be a magic-laden trap uh, at this point in time so far. And Bosk is able to get uh, stuff moved around enough to uh, actually find that rather nasty-looking trap that he was afraid was hiding behind a couple layers of rock. Oh, I thought Derek good. found that already. Well, this one, this one was well concealed. I got you, buddy. Can I roll a check, Trap? <laughs> Don't even try it now. Don't even try it. <laughs> Copycat. It's already been done. <laughs> Actually, roll, 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 roll your uh, thievery. I shall roll my thievery, and I shall roll. 
a 17 or a 24. Whichever no, one you want to give me, Judge Master. You keep trying for that. It's not good. I know. Happen. I keep putting decks on there. It's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you could add my wisdom and into everything, that'd be awesome. Can I have that extra 13? No. <laughs> you are uh, able to disarm the trap. Yay, I don't get hit in the face. No, get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Can I continue just moving stones until... Yes. Okay, I'm going to continue moving stones. Cesar, you do not determine that there... There doesn't seem to be any magical uh, glyphs or um, writing on the doorway itself. You notice a couple light wards against uh, evil and so forth have been um, put in, in a now largely rubbed off paint mm-hmm. uh, above the doorway. Okay. But Similar to the, the one that we saw what back around the skeleton area. Yes. The one that said we would die if we went through that door? Yeah. <laughs> well, that stinks. <laughs> Does it really say that we're going to die? It said, like, danger <laughs> for your life if you pass nice. through the door. Oh, yeah, I don't want to die in okay. stuff. <laughs> I don't want to die in stuff. We could die, or even worse. Stuff. <laughs> Eventually, the doorway itself is clear and uh, is at present closed. The door looks um, square in shape, looks more along the lines of a door that you would put on a freight type elevator, probably not the uh, flagship of a commercial or military fleet, but Brain fart. Yeah. Um, door, square door. Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's, <laughs> it's really bad. Oh god. Uh-oh. Great. Wow. I think I fell asleep there for a moment. Have some coffee. Have some coffee that now. Was the ever. And the door. He's like a sad. The door of silence. <laughs> <laughs> we killed the dungeon master. We win. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you really fall asleep? I don't doubt it. I think I did. It's been about 24 hours since I've been up. Oh, wow. <clears throat> All right. Uh, door closed. Door exists. What do y'all want to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we admire go- the door. <laughs> we would like to check the door for magic and for traps, and then we would like to enter that door and go on to our deaths okay. that the skeleton spoke of. Okay. <laughs> uh, that. Boss? Yes? There, there is a... Not not an itching in in your in your ear, but in there's... It sounds like there is so, something whispering something into your ear. A name. Darrow, st- stand away from Bosk. <laughs> He's got an itch. Oh, God. I hope I didn't catch it. 
<laughs> Stop whispering in his ear. Hey, baby. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Whisper in his ear. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's late. Stone. Um, there, there's a name being whispered in your ear, uh, and it is um, Aeris. A e r i s. A e r i s. And the voice has a somewhat metallic twinge to it. Not robotic, but not a natural sounding type voice. Okay. Do I understand the voice? It, does it speak a common tongue or You you seem to understand it. It you're not quite sure if it's common or dwarvish, but it just seems to make sense to you that you can understand it. Okay. Um but it seems to trigger on on either language. Okay. And there's a faint mm, kind of like vibration along the length of the sword that you are holding in your hand. Okay, so I've got the analog turned on on the sword. <laughs> Let's see. Your sword is talking to you. It's telling you its name. Hmm. It's a, a vibrating sword. Great. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> we probably should check that for Arcane, but he hasn't really asked yet, so... He examined it, but not for magical properties. Mm-hmm. That's true, but can I, um... So, it's vibrating in my hand, I want to... Can I examine it again and then ask uh, someone that could check this for... It's like, this thing's moving around... Well, I, I guess I should clarify. When you, when you hear the name, it's sort of... You just sort of feel a very faint vibration. Mm. Uh, very, very, so, very faint vibration. As if it's kind of like, hey, dumbass. You know. Okay. Trying, trying to help you connect the... the uh, Disembodied the voice to the sword. Yes, yes. Okay. Alrighty, so I'm gonna recognize that now. Should does it want me to do anything? I'm just a little kind of. Did we unlock the door, or I mean, I don't know. What. <laughs> we well, saw this, the door. We haven't gone through it. This, it's been checked for traps. The, the, the door, the door is the door has been checked, and and this is happening while you yeah. ha- are, are standing aside while the professionals okay. are just, doing their. I just want to let the uh, the rest of the group know that I'm kind of uh, feeling a presence with this sword, and I think it's uh, something is connected with the sword and what might be behind the door. Okay. okay. Uh, anyone have any response to... <laughs> Garrus turns to the other two and just waves his finger by his ear going, that guy's cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Thanks for telling us about your, uh, your hysteria. Thanks for sharing. He's, he's, he's your friend. No. Right. Right. I don't know this guy. Seriously. Three-year-old Bosk has just waddled up to the table, to the grown-up table at Thanksgiving, thrust his play... What is it? The, I don't know. What are you going with that? <laughs> the, the, the play cardboard sword up in the air and shouted, 
I am He-Man, master of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we would just all look at him kind of weirded out a little bit like your sword's talking to you, buddy. You know, just like, okay, what did it say? What did Have your sword advice. Right. It, gave, it spoke to me. It said a name. What's the name? Um, I forget. Elise. Eris. 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 <laughs> How about we call it? Yeah, we named everything else. We have Stephen Burt. Go, go for it. Margaret. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's good that uh, Cesar has been the one that remembered the name because you know he is someone who may have some insights into you know that kind of thing. So. Cesar, are you joining in in the general uh, kind of cir- finger circling the ear insanity thing onto a uh, Bosker? Well, actually, he says that, and you know, we've seen you know skeletons walking around and talking to us with purple glowing eyes. So I'll I'll go check out the sword and see what I can figure out with maybe an Arcana check. Okay, cool. go ahead. Appreciate that. Uh, almost a critical hit. Thirty-one. Word. Okay. Uh, I'll just keep it somewhat brief, but it's a plus one magical longsword. Okay. Inlaid with platinum, and it is a sort of platinum and steel mix that is known from your sort of circles for the class as being extremely strong and resilient. Okay. The diamonds do not appear to be magical. Um, the, again, the metal that it's, it's made from seems extremely sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somewhat not like a, a, a general type trap, like every whack is going to cause more damage. Maybe it's something on a critical. Uh, but there does seem to be a great hunger for the undead, but almost a willingness to, you get the sort of feeling like kill undead and it will share stuff with you. Hmm. Hmm. Like, like share, like make you stronger, or share, like more whispering in your ear, kind of thing. <laughs> or something along the first versus the second. Okay, so like confer some sort of benefit to you. Okay. Um, well, uh, this is definitely magical. Uh, it's uh, got some enchantment to to help you strike true and strike hard. Uh, this metal you, you see here, it's inlaid with platinum, uh, and uh, it seems to have some sort of uh, affinity towards uh, killing undead, which I, I kind of appreciate. Uh, <laughs> seems like it, uh, whenever you would, would slay one of them, it would uh, confer some sort of benefit to you, I believe, from what I can tell. What, I, awesome, so it's a zombie sword. I, I, I suppose you could call it that. Uh, you could also call it a skeleton sword or, or a ghost sword if you want. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't see anything in, ter- in terms of something whispering to you or anything like that. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> ghost sword. Ghost sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is the next crafting stage for. Uh... Skyrim? Ghost sword. Skyrim. <laughs> Ghost, Ghost swords. swords. 
We just pretend he's crafted it. Right. <sighs> Alright. Uh, door checks out clean. And uh, there does not appear to be any traps or arcane traps upon it. Alright. Let's do it, boys and girls. Let's go through it. Are you <gasps> ready? Okay. Nut up or shut up? Whoa. <laughs> okay. <I'll> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Come on. Has anybody seen Zombie Land? Nut up or shut up? Uh, anyways, so let's go. We're going to go through the door. <laughs> we're ready. The opening the door, uh, there is not a hiss of air held back for a long time, but there is a sort of wet, moldy smell that emanates from the doorway of uh, Kind of like if you leave cheese or milk to ferment fully until it uh, forms kind of like a, a fungus type uh, thing. And the natural flagstones of the room that you're standing in um, are nicely cut and fitted but as you progress through the doorway, there is shortly thereafter a short set of stairs, um, probably about five feet worth of stairs, that progress from this nicely cut rock into something very natural or just something, you know, a, a convenient rock to stand on. Do you all wish to go on in and down? Uh, yes. yeah, I guess I will take lead yes. again, as always. Is it, uh, is it lit? Uh, the area beyond? No. Okay. okay. Lost out the sun rods, I guess. <gasps> Shadow creatures again, too, guys. So maybe some torches, or... <laughs> or wait, we still have Egbert, right? Does my, does my uh, sword glow? In the uh, no. It does not. Okay. Uh, Glenn's, Glenn's very stylishly in the light, though. Oh. There you go. Uh, do we still have Egbert? Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, you do. Okay, are we all in the light still with Egbert? Uh, yes, and, uh, this is a, a check. Egbert is, uh, orbiting slowly around Xanatari's head. It is not... Not frantically, like, there's something else going on, you're saying? Correct. Okay. okay. All right. Well, uh, okay. I guess I'll take lead. Can I do a stealth check and go ahead and be in stealth? Yes. Okay. Uh, I would stay in light as well. 16 plus 12, uh, 28. Okay. Very good. You are able to go into stealth. All right. I'll stay at the edge of the light to the front so I have low light visibility and uh, check for traps as we move. Okay. There is no traps upon the stairs or the short landing, uh, but your keen eyes do point out to you that there is, uh, despite the smell within this sort of cavern, kind of cavey area that you're entering, despite the 
smell of mold or mildew, you are not seeing any of that on the uh, walls or um, past action points of Okay, so it, it looks clean, but it smells bad, you're saying? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Right. Kind of like... Kind of like Fosk. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It, 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 sort, it sort of reminds you of that hallway where the uh, gelatinous cube was. Uh-oh. Oh, that's what I was thinking. So I don't remember that. No, you don't. I'm you weren't so, there. Were you? <laughs> I'm so going to be checking for traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to set off a gelatinous cube again. The cavern um, slash cavey area that you. <laughs> cavern slash cavey area? <laughs> <clears throat> natural it's, tunnel? <laughs> it's more than a natural tunnel. It's kind of like a cave, but it's big enough to be sort of a cavern area in some parts. Word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably about uh, 60 by 120 feet with um, some passages to the southwest and to the south. However, a bunch of the uh, immediate surroundings are um, covered in lots of rubble. Where are we entering from? You are entering from the north. Okay. And there is a slight uh, slurping type sound coming from the east. Did you see a slurping sound from the east? Slurping he sound. did. He did. He did. Yeah. Slurpy sound. And would anyone like to uh, roll a perception check? Sure. 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 Okay. One T eight. Okay. Next. Um let's see here. Is this active or passive? Active, isn't it? At Fourteen. Okay. Four for me. Okay, uh Zantari? Eleven. Okay, for uh Cesar's in character benefits only. Uh, large rats are uh, darting in and out of the shadows around the western rubble pile. Define large. R A O S S. Let's say roughly uh, Jack Russell Terrier sized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's some wishbone sized rats over there, guys. <laughs> That did not sound like Cesar. They don't talk. <laughs> say that line no, again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's not a wise old owl and a the R-O-U-S is... thing going on here. Okay. Uh, he, he does tell them, though, uh, uh, keep an eye out for there's some large vermin over there on our right. That's the Cesar I know and love. Yes, hello, Dara. <laughs> From the opposite direction of the rats, 
there is a sort of kind of uh, deep, sickly purple tentacle that is oozing out of a large rock pile Great. in the direction of the party and or possibly the rats beyond the party. <laughs> Xenatari says, I choose the rats. Hmm. I'm going to go rat way as well. Yeah, I want to go to the way of the rats. The way of the rat. Okay. Uh, the squeaking of protecting territory and kind of this, this, this feared, fearsome rapid chatter of these immensely large rats as you approach from, uh, as you approach one of these piles grows quite loud. Um, they don't attack directly, but one of them gives a surprise sort of shouty squeak as it is dragged off into Whoa. Uh, this is dragged away by one of these <laughs> purple tentacles. Where are the tentacles um, coming from again? Uh, from the from an, a large eastern pile. Sorry, a large eastern rubble pile. Like where the slurping is. Yes. Oh. Okay. And since the last time you looked back in that general direction. It appears much like in, uh, I think it's Ghostbusters 2, where the, they're, they've got the slime in their packs, the purple slime. That's 2, you're right. This, something of that consistency is oozing more and more out of the rock pile that uh, is now behind you. Great. All I know is we just do we keep, we got to keep moving. Then you don't want to yes. go back, do you? We can't go back to the slime. No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then we will stay moving. Okay. I'll keep looking for traps, by the way, too. So let me know when I need to do another check. Do for, the most, for the most part, you are finding the uh, rubble to be clear. But the delay in checking for traps has uh, fully allowed this very disgustingly purple jelly-type creature Uh to emerge from the rocks, almost like a a, a flowing sort of smoothness. It's a very very graceful, very unnatural movement, but... It sort of flows like a mercury puddle towards you. I guess what do we do? Mm. I'm thinking blades may not have an effect. Maybe Opie's will, but our casters set the thing ablaze. We do something to it. Can you shoot it with something, or I can shoot it with a bow and my crossbow, a bolt. What yeah. is it? Just slime running, or is it a is it a a, a gelatinous cube, or? It's not a gelatinous cube, but it is a very large, uh, some sort of purple slime. Is it dead? Or like, is it pooling on the floor, right? Or is it moving around, having like a mind of its own? It's it's moving around like it has sensed 
that there is something worthy of drawing it out of whatever that rock pile was, be it its layer, its hoard, or whatever, but um, there's prey, and it is um, focused on. Well, I would like to shoot it with at least an arrow from where I am, some in the front of the group, to see if it'll do anything to it. Okay. Alright. Uh, in this case, go ahead and shoot. Okay. Range tag 17, uh, 27, 28, 33. Wow. Okay. You definitely hit. Okay. <laughs> and... Damage, be one. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Stupid, I can't roll a d20 for damage. <laughs> be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be <laughs> awesome. He's <laughs> like 40,000. Hit it for eight. Points okay. damage. Your uh, crossbow bolt buries itself into the slimy mass. And as it undulates around, it does not slow, but you can see the uh, arrow being rapidly, the bolt being rapidly sucked into the body of Uh-oh. the beast. So it didn't hurt. Well, did it hurt it or not? You would actually guesstimate by the sound of the hit and the uh, faint speed break that you're getting um, that actually, yeah, you may have actually done some damage to the... But it sucked in the arrow, so it's probably going to do that to any kind of weapon, like a melee weapon that hits it. All right, I would let everybody know, it's... We can hurt it. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's roll for initiative, then. 14. 5. Do I need to roll as well? 19. Fourteen. Okay. And it looks like it is Bosk. Up close. By the power of Grey Skull. <laughs> Bring it down, buddy. Um, okay. am I within striking distance or do I have to move to the the Um, you would be able to move to there without any issue. Okay, I'm gonna go move and oh, I'm sorry, did um did you you told the stats of my sword to Caesar, didn't you? Yes. Is it plus one? Okay. Plus one, you don't yeah. know what. Okay. Is it a, is it overall like it's one? Okay. It's it's plus one to attack and damage. Okay. And there's so it's, some other things that'll happen depending on what happens going forward that you'll then find out what the other bits are that he sort of. Deduced. Okay, okay, I'm going to roll a hit. 14. That's not good. Is that 14 is your final number? Uh, You miss. Okay, I miss, so never mind. Way to go. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next. What was... I had a 14. Did anyone beat that? I had a 14 as well, but you can go go first. You sure? Okay. Uh, Again, I'll shoot it with a bow... Um, twenty-two. Yep. Okay. Um, hit again. Uh, twelve. 
damage. 12 damage, yes. Oh, Very good. Uh, there's, there's a kind of a sizzle and a pop as the weapon hits, but it looks like the undulation and the movement of how this thing is flowing um, towards you that it absorbs again the um, the arrow. You can still see you can still see the bolt, uh, but it's um, not going to impair its movement for long. Okay, sounds good. Zantari. Okay, um, I'm thinking that I want to do something that has lightning and thunder involved because I'm I'm wondering if it's like a vulnerable to magic or something of that nature. So I'm going to do my storm hammer and roll to hit. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a uh, great thirteen. <laughs> mm. You miss. Okay. Mm. I don't think anything happens if I miss. So go ahead. Okay. And that would leave us with Daros or Caesar. Okay. Um. So there's still the tentacle or tentacles, right? As well as the rats in the room. There are, there are the rats in the room, but the rats at this point are defensive. They haven't attacked. Right. And the tentacle um, that has been picking them off or whatever it has been doing uh, seems attached to the uh, jelly creature. Oh, okay. Um, can I do, like, an ar- like a, as a minor action, like an arcana check to see if it does have any weaknesses or, or anything like that or... Just to get some more information on the creature. Sure, go ahead. Uh, 31. You get the feeling that Gen- uh, Zanatari's um, lightning ability would be of good use against this creature. Um, just how things are arranged kind of makes you think that there would be a, uh, a benefit to some, some lightning. Okay. Well, I don't mean lightning, but I can maybe try... Let's try cold. How about cold? Um, mm. I I pop a, a, a blue enameled bolt into my crossbow, and... Uh, oh, no, actually, it's not a crossbow. It's a wand attack. Um, it's called Ethereal Chill. It's a burst, but you center it on an ally. And I think uh, Bosk is right up next to it, right? Yeah, he's close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll center it on him, uh, and it's sort of, I sort of wave my crossbow at him, and it, and a, a ray of blue light, uh, fires out at him, and it sort of radiates around him in an immediate, er- uh, area and deals some cold damage, and then, uh, he, uh, has a little be- benefit on him, but that's all if I hit. So, okay. try that. Uh, it's a versus reflex, 19 versus reflex. Yes, it is indeed a hit. Okay, I'll roll for damage. That is eight cold damage. Okay. And uh, and then until the end of my next turn, if an enemy hits Bosk, they take two cold damage. There you go. Chill. That's right, in honor of Skyrim, mm-hmm. do you say, like, a Schwarzenegger? Use your dragon words. <laughs> 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 it was the worst dragon word ever. Not a word. 
<laughs> okay, the jelly creature uh, attempts to flail out with a tentacle towards um, Bosch. Smack. Shield up. Rolls a 22. Ouch. Nice. It's going to hurt in the face. Versus your armor class. Oh, a class is the best. AC's 22. Uh-huh. Very good. You managed to not get hit. Yay. Yay! Oh, <laughs> yes. However, due, due, due to your training, uh, you were able to immediately counterattack uh, and can perhaps... Um, influence others to either help you with this attack or something else. Okay. You can influence me, baby. Mm. <laughs> Come on in, the water's fun. <laughs> Retaliator, bring people in and do a combo. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Do you want me to, to roll an attack? Or... Okay. <laughs> He's going to retaliate by tickling him. <laughs> really tentacle. And I rolled a two. Better than a one. Yes, better than <laughs> a one. True. So true. Alright. Okay. Uh, Daros? That is me. Uh, are we still fighting the gelatinous goo? Yes. Alright, I'm gonna attack it again. And again. I rolled a. <laughs> no, you didn't. He really did. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> so therefore, automatically win, right? That was a couple episodes ago, guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, I never did last time, and it felt like I was out, so I, I had to do it this time. <laughs> well, much as. Who's the uh, rapper that's saying uh, that, that did Mama said knock you out? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> oh, LL Cool J, the slime version, has uh, with a tentacle blast that gets behind you manages to knock you out. Oh. <clears throat> Yay for me! With a sharp blow to the head, doing 14 damage mm. in five ongoing... Well, do you have to go up against my AC? It's a critical and a surprise. Oh. However, let's go against your AC and we'll see if it helps on damage. <laughs> okay. Daros, with his critical fail, takes off all his armor and nakedly attacks the tentacle. <laughs> Take that! A it's 19 naked. versus your AC. My AC is 19. Okay. <laughs> then you take 7 points of damage. Thank the, thank and the five gods. 5 ongoing acid damage. Oh, yay. You will be able to make a save starting next turn okay. or well actually when they uh when you get woken up or unless it gets spelled beforehand <laughs> looking yeah. forward to healing you 
<laughs> yeah, that's I'm down yep. to twenty five hit points now. Okay. Zenasari. Yes. Um give me a second while I search desperately for the thing that gets rid of poisons of any sort. <laughs> what is it? I guess not. I thought I had something like that. Alright. Um I will do Thundering Steel, which has the thunder and lightning bit, which you said would be effective. So let me roll for that. 22. Does it hit? Uh, yes. Okay. Nine damage total versus AC. Very good. Uh, you actually seem that with this particular shot of magic, uh, you find that you have done double damage. Woohoo! Mm. Okay. Double damage. Somebody needs to. <laughs> and I will throw uh, the next time somebody hits this target before the start, um, they will get an extra three damage, thunder damage to it. I will throw that to Cesar's. You sure? Yay. I'm knocked out. I would throw it to me. <laughs> and if I can do a minor as well, okay. uh, I would like to throw a healing word at Daros, and he will get to spend his ceiling surge, and he will also gain a plus two power bonus next time. There you go. Roll. You hit me in the head with healing word. <laughs> she threw it right at me, guys. My healing word is dumbass. <laughs> there you go. Dragon Tomas. language. Dumbass. <laughs> okay, very good. And Cesar. Okay, so uh, is Daros awake then? No. Oh, he's still not awake. Uh, is he? He's still got the poison damage on him too, right? Acid. 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 He's got acid reflux. Just melting away. Over there. <laughs> All right. He reflux. needs a tons badly. <laughs> oh, if you remember this from episode a while ago, Cesar has a power called Swift Mender. It's a minor action. Uh, that allows uh, any target within five squares to make a saving throw. Um, so he pulls out a little clockwork thing. He twists a couple keys on it, and it and it crawls along the floor over to Daros and starts scrubbing all the acid off of him with these little brushes. Okay. Yay. So it, it, it lets Daros make a saving throw against the acid. I will throw savingly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever my saving throw is. So I get uh, a... You just roll a d20, and if it's 10 or greater, you save. Oh! 16! Okay. Your five points of uh, acid damage shall be the last for now. Congratulations on that. Okay. Congratulations. Um, and then did, uh, <laughs> he says it so bitterly. <laughs> He's just like, congratulations. <laughs> did uh, did my uh, cold seem to do any more damage or less damage than regular? Re- re- results are inconclusive. Okay, <laughs> I'll try something else. Says I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> I'll, I'll try a, a, a different kind of attack this time. I'll do aggravating force. It's my other at will. So I'll load a, a glowing crossbow bolt and uh, take aim sort of in the middle of the, the goop and fire. Uh, and it sort of glows as it as it shoots at the creature. And it's uh, versus AC. Okay. 21 versus AC. 
It hits. Okay. Don't forget your three points. Okay, so I, I deal uh, eight force damage and three thunder damage, so okay. 11 total. And the, the glowing sort of, the glowing bolt sort of uh, radiates light on and around the creature. It sort of makes it an easier target. So the next ally to attack the target before the end of my next turn gets a uh, plus two bonus to their attack roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many hit points does Daros have now after that heal? Like, how many uh, is he down? I do my surge value, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be I lost seven, thirteen, got nine back. I'm down by four points. Okay, you're explaining then. Uh, I'm done. Thank you. Yep. Cesar's attack uh, causes the jelly creature to quiver, and the attack lands almost as if, before your eyes, the jelly is splitting into two creatures Mm-mm. instead oh, no. of just one. But the force of impact or maybe the magical properties causes the uh, two jellied forms to rapidly, I don't know if I want to use the word deconstruct, but it's sort of like taking a solid or semi-solid jello, and then somehow being able to make it immediately turn into water or syrup. Mm. Uh, with a final quiver, the um, jelly falls and splashes to the ground. Ooh. Sploosh. And splatters right all over Darius. <laughs> Instances movement. So I uh, give you all a congratulations on that encounter. Woo! Yay! We did stuff. Wait, I was knocked out. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) And the appropriateness of uh, Xanatari's song is that. For next time, uh, please level your characters to level five. <laughs> Ding! It goes. The dynamite. The mine of the dynamite. And since I am apparently <laughs> sleeping with dungeon mastering right now, yeah. Dan matters. Uh, please, Xanatari, please take us out. Here we go. Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits Podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for a worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.